So, Emma yeah. uh, Welling, tell us about yourself. I come from a family of five. I, there's, I have two brothers, older. Ian's my oldest brother. He's 24. And, or is he 23? I think he's 23. <laughs> and he is married and lives on the other side of the state. And my other brother, Ethan, is 21, and he goes to Grand Valley. And then... My mom works at Grand Valley. She's a math professor. And my dad works at a church. When you say you take things where you want to go, like what pops in your head about that? What does that mean? I think about my thoughts a lot, which I don't think a lot of people my age do. Um, but I just like to see what, like what I do, how that makes me who I am. I observe people a lot. It's kind of creepy, but like I, <laughs> I like to just observe people and be like, why do they do the things they do? And then I just write, like I just write about things and I read other people's things to see what they observe in the world just to get different views of things. And that's kind of what we, so that was my next question is like, so how do you reflect? So you reflect in your writing. Mm -hmm. And what do you write? Where where do you write? I have a lot of Google Docs that just fill up, but I anything that's like like okay for people to read, I have my own website and so I post it on my blog, which I decided this year to just spend the nine dollars a year <laughs> to get a domain. So I got Emmawelling dot com. Nice, <laughs> excellent. On that website, what can we find? It's a lot of my thoughts and just expressed in words like one of my recent posts was um was i'm not living i'm only surviving i had that one and then i had a poem that i wrote which was why you shouldn't write you might be a pk if and yeah. i posted that one on there okay yeah pk being pastor's kid pastor's kid oh. yes <laughs> what is the i'm not living i'm surviving about it was about how i feel like there's just so much stress that i'm not living life i'm just kind of like trying to get by like get all the things i need done but i'm not like in the moment yeah. so i was just reflecting on like how do i get myself in the moment a great thing that you obviously, like you said before, that a lot of teenagers don't do is they don't reflect or think about their thoughts. And you're like doing it through writing, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. I don't know, I've had a lot of stress from everything that's happened with my dad when he was in the hospital. And just kind of thinking about the future, like that freaks me out. I don't have a plan, I just, it makes me go crazy because I like to have everything like sorted out. Like I know I'm just going to follow this plan. But, of course, there are things that happen, and then you don't make a plan B, and then it's just, like, chaos. Can you talk about what happened with your dad? Yeah, uh, March 31st of this year, he was rushed into the hospital because uh, he had a brain aneurysm that had ruptured. And he was in the hospital for, he was in the ICU for 21 days, in rehab for... 10 days in May, he came back home. They thought it would take six months to a year for him to get better, but it only took him three months. They thought first 
that he might not survive. Yeah, yeah. there was like a 15% chance that he would make it to the hospital alive. If you have an aneurysm, you're most, like you're born with it. Mm -hmm. So it's something my dad has always had. And he always complained of having really bad migraines. Mm -hmm. And the day before, he said that he just had a migraine that wouldn't go away. And then the day of, he said he was at work and he went back into the music library in his in the worship department at, at church and because they they pump a bunch of cold air in there and it's dark so he was just laying down there and like he was just crying like he he's not a crier and he said that his migraine hurt so bad that he was crying he started throwing up and then his co-workers found him and he wasn't really responsive and so they called 911 how were you told about this my brother and my mom had left because they were going to pick up my dad because they heard he threw up at work. So they were like, oh, it's probably one of those, like, he has the flu, and when we get there, he'll be discharged, and we'll just take him home. My brother was like, so dad doesn't have the flu. He has blood in his brain, and he's in critical condition. Mm -hmm. And my first response was just like, you're kidding, right? Like, you're joking. <laughs> like, yeah, I was heading half an hour until somebody picked me up, and then a half an hour to Grand Rapids, mm -hmm. and I saw my dad in the ER, and he was just, like, he was out. He oh. was, his body was just convulsing. I, I was like, I, I was in there for like five seconds, and it's like, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> How do you cope with this? It was really hard, I'm not going to lie, and we actually had some, like, arguments about this when once he was at, back at home, but it, it caused me to have a lot of anxiety. I, like, I had no parents at home because my mom stayed with my dad 24-7, and so it was just me, my brother, and his wife because they were living with us at the time, and my cousin who was living with us at the time, and we were just kind of like... It felt like we were in an apartment because we were just kind of like all living there, but we never really saw each other. It would be selfish of me to like need attention because my dad's the one who's in serious condition. So I, it was just a lot of anxiety built up. And then that's when I started getting panic attacks. This is the scariest thing I've ever had to face. I remember that I was actually your class, I was yeah. sitting in your class, and I was having like a really, like it was a great day, and like my dad was going to be discharged, he was going to be home the next day, and I was just sitting there, and my hands and feet started to get numb, and I'm like, well this is weird, and then somebody at my table, I think it was Emma Leach, she told me that like, you look really pale right now, like you look sick. I'm like, I think I'm just gonna lay down. It's like I couldn't control my thoughts anymore. Like the anxiety had taken over my mind and was just like, oh my gosh, I'm dying right now. My body just started to shake and I felt like I was gonna pass out, but I never did and I hated that because it was like, okay, I'm in this, the middle and it's like, am I gonna pass out or am I not gonna? Like, I know I've had a lot of people tell me who don't understand like anxiety, they're like, well, just try to do something positive, like listen to music or like, or like do some yoga. Like, no, you can't do anything when you're in the midst of panic. <laughs> when I first had them, I didn't know what to do. And so you just kind of have to wait it out. Like eventually you either fall asleep or you just like, 
you just start breathing again. But now I don't get them as frequently because I went to my doctor and actually am on some medications for my anxiety to control it. Sometimes I get them at night and it just is like this weird like it's like this weird like hot sensation in my chest and then it's like I don't feel like I'm actually in reality. I feel like I'm watching my life through like a movie. Like it doesn't feel like I'm controlling myself. You're gra I mean you're graduating and you're graduating in a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I remember in the summer. So when I ended the spring trimester, I was just kind of like I'm done with school. We had taken the ACT and it was like, oh, I'm just so burnt out from testing. And then I had to take my exams and it was like, oh, this is just so horrible. Like, I'm ready to move on in life. And so this past summer, I was just like stewing in my thoughts about my like angst of school. <laughs> and I remember I, we were just sitting in the living room and I was like, I just wish I could graduate early. And my mom's like, does your school even allow that? I'm like, I don't know, but I really want to. And my parents don't normally like agree with me with things right away. And both my parents were like, well, I would be open to the idea of you graduating early. I walked down to Mr. Kokenauer's office and was like, don't know if this is a possibility, but is there any way I can graduate early? And he's like, I was hoping you would ask me about <laughs> this. <laughs> like, or if you're up for the challenge, you can do it in one trimester you will have to take some online classes. I'm taking my five classes at school, and then I have three online classes, wow. so I'm taking eight classes in total. Wow. I'm and... <laughs> Come November, or, Before yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. that's it. I have something to be very thankful for. <laughs> but I, I actually want to do some internships and job shadowing with these nine months I have off from school. If you could give any advice to people, anyone, is in general, maybe people with anxiety or students who aren't graduating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, sure, maybe anxiety, but also like, yeah, you're done with school, like. The thing that I wish someone had told me when I first started high school is, there's always someone there. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, stupid high school drama because there's so much more to life than that. There's always someone who's willing to listen. Like, Thanks, Emma, for being on the share chair. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. About everything. <laughs>